You are, you are now tuning in to Reform Raza. Our aim is to glorify God through the edification of the saints. Expect practical theology and a draw to be biblical. So if you ask us who we do this for, because this is for the last. This is Reform Raza. My name is Martin Velasquez alongside with my brother. This is Justin Corona. And you are now in the mix. Don't forget to hit us up at reformraza.com uh, with any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes. You can hit us up right there. You can check out the podcast on the website, reformraza.com. Uh, you can even check out Redeem Project Radio straight from the website. Don't forget to hit that up 24-7 online radio, CHH podcast preachings. Check out your favorite podcast on there, uh, namely us. Yeah, we know. We know. We know. <laughs> And uh, don't forget to leave that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. If you've been feeling um, these episodes, go ahead and subscribe, share it, like it, comment, do all that fun stuff. Because it is what it is. So Also, leave us a voicemail, too. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that earlier. But, like, hey, we haven't advertised the, vo- the voicemail in a while. But whatever. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail. Leave all your rebukes there. And we will play your rebuke on the air. Yeah. So let's get it in. Let's get it in. So today, I'm very excited about today because we're going to hit a topic um, that I think many of us as fathers, maybe we struggle in it, maybe we don't. Maybe we have some questions. And the topic today concerning how we as Christian men, as Christian fathers, how do we navigate in our, our children in the media that they consume, whether it's YouTube, listening to music, uh, watching movies, uh, how do we go about teaching our kids um, or letting them or pre- uh, preventing them um, watching or listening to certain types of media, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Nope. So we got, we, I'm excited because we got some very special guests. We are not alone. Yeah, Victor is not here today, but we got four special guests man count uno dos tres cuatro we got four homies right here that are gonna chime in and talk about this topic here and the first one i'm gonna introduce or introduce yourself bro in studio live and in action in the flesh recorded <laughs> what's the up? homie alex the rebel bro what's up what's up um like uh, my brother martin said um alex the rebel um married for 16 years i have two boys Nine years old and three years old, so you know how it is up in the house. It's very calm and quiet, is what it is, right? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this topic. You know, it's something we, me and my wife, we care about very deeply, you know, parenting. And, you know, I'm glad that you called the, ex- the experts, right? Yeah. And, you know, I have all the answers. So, <laughs> when you hear this voice, this is the one you follow, guys, all right? So, and you got so a got podcast, a, too, right? And a podcast. So, I got a podcast. is A Rebellious Adventure. On all the platforms, you got Apple's podcast, Spotify, all that good stuff, and you know what I'm saying, just join the rebellion, bro. That's Hashtag all I gotta join say. the rebellion. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we got our co-laborers in our church planting process, the homies from the Inland Empire, i.e. San Bernardino, Southern California, stand up. We got my boys right here, Sam Oxymoron and David Cabrera. Go ahead, uh, Sam, introduce yourself first and then David. Uh, my name is, uh, artist name Samuel Oxymoron. Uh, when I'm in trouble by my mom, I'm Samuel Angel Montes. Um, <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my government name. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have two children, children, uh, one eight, one three, uh, one just turned three and, uh, been married to my beautiful wife for 14 years going on this year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's up? My name is David Cabrera. I've been married to my beautiful wife, Deanna, for 16 years. And um, we just celebrated our 16th this past month. Nice. And then I got. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got three kids. Um, I got a 12 year old. He's about to be 13. Mm-hmm. I got my daughter, going to be 10 on Monday. And my other son is. is Eight. Yeah, so. Dope, 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 dope. So, So I want to clear something up. I've been with my wife for 16 years, but I've been married 12 years going on 13. So, sorry. (laughs) I look at that one. Praise the Lord, bro. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And we got, um, I think this brother right here is going to bring some interesting insights to the table. And we got our brother from our church, the Reformed Church of Los Angeles. Brother Adrian Banales. <laughs> hey, we got it right. There you go. Yeah, what up, guys? Uh, Adrian Banales. Um, like Martin said, I'm from Reformed uh, Church of LA. I've been married for eight years, going on nine this year. I got three little ones. Uh, me and my bride have a, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a nine-month-old. Nice, nice. And I think uh, you bring an interesting perspective because of your occupation, bro. So- yeah, so I'm also a special ed teacher in the city of Linwood Unified. So I've taught So I taught in middle school and high school. So I guess I get to see the, um, the effects of too much media, too much... Uh, I guess not boundaries or any limitations within a household. Yeah. And I get to deal with these kids when they come into my classroom uh, with their loneliness, mental health issues, depression. So I get to see the uh, full circle. And I, I think that's what allows me to be, mm-hmm. I guess, a lot more alert on my parenting. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And we got Justin. Oh, we were introduced. We, we, we have <laughs> us, of course, the co-host. Can't forget us. Justin Corona, married eight years, going on nine June. And I have one son and... One son for right now. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, he's eight. He's eight years old. And my name is Martin, Mr. Firme Velasquez. I've been married for seven years. I've been with my with my wife for twelve years. Sorry, Cindy. Yeah. No, she <laughs> hey, she's she's worried, bro. She'd be like, I don't even know. <laughs> since 2007 I've been with her since I was 18 years old in 2007 I got married when we became believers um, a year after we came, became believers in 2013 we got married in 2014 I got four kids um, 12 year old no 12 year old 11 year old he's gonna be 12 this year uh, dang I forget I got four kids I got an 11 year old boy and 9 year old girl a 7 year old girl and a 6 year old boy yeah, 
I'm at that age, bro. Where I can't even remember their names anymore, bro. Like, bro, you're not even that old. <laughs> I know you're younger than me. No, bro. <laughs> they all start with A. I'm like, hey, you, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> I every name before I get to the correct one, you know. <laughs> so, hey, you, hey, do you do you ever call your kids by their names, but then you have to filter through like any pet names too, like? I got one cat, bro, Carrot, and never comes in the picture. Because oh, okay. it's all A's, you know. I'll be like, Aiden, Amber, Amy, Isaac, whatever your name is, come over here. You know? <laughs> hey, someone can relate out there. Mm-hmm. So, so tonight's going to be interested, an interesting episode. We have a father's round table, as you would call it, or whatever we, we titled this episode. Um, but uh, yeah, just as Martin said, the, the topic at hand is about media and all, and all its different forms that it presents itself um, before our families and our children and how do we as fathers help navigate our family through it. Yes, yes. So just real quick, um, the reason this uh, conversation came up, we're chilling all together, all of us together. And we just started talking about, you know, I mean, uh, I don't even know how. I think, Sam, you brought it up, right? Uh, the, about the movie Soul, the Disney movie, right? And uh, yeah. and uh, uh, my mind's blurry, bro. Do you remember? <laughs> you brought it oh, up we somehow. Talk- yeah, we were just talking about um, this new soul of this new movie called Soul by Pixar, and um, it has to do with the uh, afterlife. And um, it reminded me of me having to go back numerous times to kind of solidify or. Uh, ground the narrative of what happens after we die because you know I don't know who was it that said it when we were all together but Rudy um, we're always being we're always getting we're always being preached a sermon you know so I started picking up on like wait a second there's something that's being always like an agenda being taught to our kids I mean, it's colorful, goofy cartoons, but still adults are making them. There's a certain way that they're leaning when it comes to ideology and philosophy. There's a worldview, you know, so, um, yeah. So we started talking about, we started rattling off all the movies um, that that were spitting worldview at our kids, you know? Uh, Some important worldview, like what happens after we die, you know, who creation, you know, who made all of this you know what i mean um and uh it went from there and then the holy spirit led martin and now we're here so. oh hallelujah yes hallelujah yeah. and uh so yeah man so I, I uh we'll start off just um just practical stuff okay so do you guys let your kids watch movies like that like soul coco moana all these movies have uh, a world's view playing like how Sam said you know as for me real quick um, at first I was hesitant to let my kids watch any of those movies um, because I knew what, what it was about right so I, I felt like oh you know I don't want these movies to influ- influence my kids but then you know they're around other children who've seen these movies and they get interested uh, because of their friends and they're talking to them about it so you know they come home they want to see it and I'm like no don't watch that movie but then I started realizing God is working in the life of my children. You know, the gates of hell should not prevail. So why should I even be afraid of letting my kids watch these movies? And I said, nah, let's present it. Let's see what they're talking about. Let's watch it as a family and let's talk about the things that we see. Right. 
And so that's what I did. So we you know we watch Coco, and you know every time it hits something uh, that the Bible speaks about, I paused it. And I'm like, did you guys catch that? What do you guys think about that? And I'll, I'll be pausing it, bro, like every single second. They're like, just play the movie. We'll talk about it at the end. But so we watched the movie and we had a conversation, right? And so obviously, uh, you know, there's things in these kind of movies that, that are unbiblical, right? So, uh, so before I give my answer on how my kids responded, I, I want to talk. I want to see how what you guys think. So, Adrian, uh, what do you what do you think about these? If we, I think the question was if we allow our kids to watch yeah. these, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I took the role of I let them watch it, but we only watch movies in Spanish, mm. right? Since my kids don't pick up Spanish because we only speak English at home, right? They just watch the movie and don't understand anything that's being said. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, why is that? Though? I'm interested. All right, uh, what, what do you mean? Like why? Why only Spanish? Because. Well, like the worldviews, mm-hmm. right? These ideologies we're talking about, but also just the curse words that we don't even think about, right? The mm-hmm. word, the word "stupid" being used, mm-hmm. "dummy," right? Things like that. That I don't want my kids speaking like that towards their siblings, towards other people at church. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool. If I if I if I give it to you in Spanish, though it's still being presented, you don't understand the language, so it's not going to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so the entire movie is a mystery to them. Mm, okay. like, what the heck's going on? I'm like, oh, well, I was just trying to save everybody. <laughs> interesting, interesting. How about, how, about, how about you, Alex, the rebel? So, yeah, I, I'm pretty similar to yours. Uh, you know, my kid, especially the oldest one, he's, his mind is very curious, you know what I'm saying? And he goes to school, right? So it's not, not, he's not at home school, which if he was in home school, I probably would do a little bit different, but he's exposed to a lot of the things, right? And he started asking questions about you know you know when we started watching movies we would watch movies and after that as soon as he could like kind of think mm-hmm. i would talk to him about oh you know this is the magic right there's magic here or there's magic there or whatever and i would explain the differences of what reality was fake was fantasy right because i even had to do this with santa claus right yeah like when he was you know super little you know we would see a santa claus or even have it on a on decoration or whatever and i would tell him from the get like this is just for christmas he's not he's not you know real it's yeah. just you know it, it's a little christmas thing and but when he went to school we were telling him like but don't say nothing like don't talk to kids you know i don't want you know i don't want to be the bare bad news to other kids or whatever but i was like you know we're gonna tell you the truth and from then on he's always asking questions for for a very long time so i the way i would think about it is like each kid is different so if so far for my nine-year-old um when we saw the soul like the movie soul mm-hmm. um thank god we had like months ago almost a year ago already talk about eternity right about god and about judgment about hell and heaven and i remember that the movie finished and he was like yeah that's not the way it is right because yeah. they didn't have god right jesus wasn't there mm-hmm. so that that's not right right that and then we just had a full-on conversation about worldviews and why people do this right they want to mm-hmm. deny god they, they, like you guys said they have a message so my thing is i'm playing offense right I'm just playing offense instead of defense. Like, I'm not going to mm. wait till it gets home. So then, oh, I have mm. to explain it. 
you know, my philosophy is let me get ahead of it because my mm. kid is super duper smart. And, you know, he plays video games and he talks to other kids his age. So, like, I know it's going to come up certain things. So, I'm playing offense and this kind of stuff. So, that's that's just my take on it. That's dope. That's dope. I eat guys. What's up? Um, I'll just say, yeah, I, I let my kids watch those movies. Um, a lot of times they'll catch some of the things like they're pretty sharp, you know, and they'll they'll catch just like uh, just like what Alex was saying, you know, my sons will be like, oh, that's not that's not true, or God created the world, or or just different, you know, they they already kind of have. But I've been I've been catechizing my kids since they were little. Mm. They already have a foundation of like of God and creation and sin and Jesus and all that stuff. So they catch a lot of things now when they're watching stuff and they'll, they'll just say it out loud, verbalize it. And then also too, like, even with like shows, not, not like super rated R or whatever, but I, I don't ever shield my kids from evil. Like that was one of the things that I, that I talked to, to my wife about, you know, um, I'm not going to hide, I'm not going to hide evil, evil from my kids because out in the world real evil exists mm. and I want them to know that it exists and so I think that it's good to have stories to expose your kids to stories where evil is there evil is involved you know in some way so, so because that's how the world is you know there's there's sin in the world it's a fallen world and so I want them to know when they go out when they go out into the world they're, they're not going to be surprised you know stuff is not going to you know, blindside them. You know, because they're gonna know about it, and and so yeah, that's that's how I, that's how we rock in our house. You know, um, we just I don't want to uh, shelter them too much. You know, yeah. Of course, use wisdom. You know what I mean. I'm not gonna just expose them to everything, but you know, I really, you know, I really believe that kids. I want them to know that there's a devil. You know what I mean? That he's after you. You know, there there is magic out there, you know, like, and, um, you know, a lot of it is evil, too, you know? Yeah. Samuel. Um, well, no, like, laying out the framework, um, my mother was about it when it came to, um, helping me as a kid, right? So I was, my mom was already, um, everything was, everything that didn't have Jesus attached to it was was evil. So, like, I had my He-Man, and uh, instead, she would, which was a good thing, looking back, I kind of chuckled, but I mean, it was a good thing. She was doing what she, what she was trying to do with me, which was um, form me in Christ, right? So, I had my He-Mans, and you know, there was a catch for the He-Man that said, uh, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power, right? Well, she she would go and take me to the crystal bookstore and buy like uh, David and Goliath figurines to incorporate them into my He-Man toys, <laughs> so that I could say, by the power of Jesus, I have the instead of saying power of graceful. <laughs> so um, and then we would do all these skits and stuff that were about Jesus. And but um and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the um the strictness of that, you know. But I would have to say. Now I'm raising my kids kind of similar to what David said, which is um, instead of evangelizing to them, discipling them in this truth, which is, you know, we, I, I, I do the catechism with my son. But also as we as we watch a movie, um, you know, I ask them like, you know, hey, so what, what, 
what do you think about that? Is that is that for real? Like, oh, in Moana, um, there's there's this whole song about how Maui created everything, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, man. The the, the 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 indoctrination is real because that song is extremely catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I found myself kind of like you know kind of like bobbing my head to it too, you know. But um, if you really listen to what they're saying, like you know what I mean. And I had to like go back and forth with my son. And he was like, "Oh well, he said that." Well, but what's this song saying? Well, he said that he did this, this, and that. And so it's it's just preparing them for just the different views that are out here and, and grounding him first in the gospel because it's, 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 it's inevitable. They're going to brush up against evil. They're going to brush up against um, sin. They're going to brush up against all these uh, fallacies, you know, and, you know, um, kind of like what uh, Alex said, just preparing them ahead of time. Yeah. Gospel constantly, you know, um, um, who they're formed in, you know what I mean? Justin. Yeah, for um, in the same way too. I, I, I. Uh, most of the time when my son Joseph, when he's looking at things, I'm watching it with him for the first time, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's just that building that groundwork from the beginning, that foundation of where their hope lies in, right? So the catechism, man, that's a, that's an awesome tool. So like even for example, you know, the movie Soul. Before even watching it, I mean, we've already been going through the catechism to the point where he, you know, just like, you know, all your guys' kids as well at the same time will be pointing out the same things. Yeah. And and we're able to, and, and, and it's almost that same way, right? When, some, when somebody is familiar with something that is true and correct, they're able to use that framework that when anything else that does not fit that, they're able to point it out and say, this is different. Yeah, this one's different or or and, and in the same way, you know, when we teach our children in these things, bring them up in the knowledge of of Christ and and creation and, and the Bible and what the Bible says about specific things when they see it on the screen or when they hear it in a song or or however they you know come across this media that it presents itself, they're able to point out and say, hey, this, this is different. Why is this different? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so with with my kids, like a lot of my background has, has a lot to do. And I'm, I'm constantly finding myself still um, unlearning some of the like the legalism and the background from the Hispanic Pentecostal church that I didn't know I had until until I really started searching, you know, the idols within my heart and dealing with Christian liberty and things like that. Um, so, you know, we watch the movies and then afterwards, you know, they got it. You know, my kids, you know, they, they know what's 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 biblical and what's not. And that's something that, that was missing uh, in me as a, as a kid, you know, because my parents were hardcore, you know, Pentecostales, you know what I mean? And turn off the lights, you know, on Halloween, we're not home, you know what I mean? Things like that. And, you know, not celebrating Christmas and things like that. So a lot of that uh, kind of still lingers in the background, but then... I realized Christ is more powerful than any of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we watched the movies, and 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 you know, like after we watched the movies, we talked about it, like, okay, if you guys want to keep on watching these movies, you know, it's okay, go ahead. You know what I mean? We talked about it. We we brought the issues to the table. Now, if you choose to watch these movies, and you can discern for yourself whether you want to watch them or not. And you know, now it's like they don't even care about those movies anymore. You know what I mean? So I think just getting over the fear of that, you know, for people like who can relate to what I'm saying, you know, go ahead, 
bring it to the table, have a conversation with your kids. More than likely, you know, they're probably not even gonna be consumed in this thing, you know what I mean? Because God is more powerful than any of these things. But, you know, just moving forward, how much of our of our background, of our upbringing, um, plays into how we navigate our children in this area, right? So me, me, Alex, and Sam, we come from the same background, kind of Pentecostal, Hispanic background, and we know there's a lot of legalism, right? There's a lot of, uh, you can't do this and you can't do that, you know? And they come into Reformed theology, it's more, it's more freedom, right? And there's more Christian liberty, and, you know, when it comes to all areas. So how does our upbringing, whether, you know, we're, we're brought up in a Pentecostal or not, or as a non-believer, whatever it is, how does our background play into this, right, our upbringing? So I want to start with uh, Adrian. Um, how much of your background uh, plays into the way that you raise your children in this area? With media, specifically, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so I would say none, actually, mm-hmm. right? Um, me and my wife did a lot of work on deconstructing a lot of our... Uh, backgrounds and upbringing, uh, a lot of isolation from from families and gatherings, right? To really address the issues that we saw that were real within our own lives, um, and knowing that these were not the things we wanted to bring in. So for me, right, like whenever I would purchase movies, because we only have five movies, right, that we watch. Which ones, it's bro? Like, if I if I may ask, it's Toy Story. Right, Toy Story One, because I remember watching it with my grandma in Spanish, uh-huh. so it just has like some sentiment for me. Um, Toy Story Three. Uh, what was the other one? Nemo or what? Yeah, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. <laughs> All right, and too emotional for me, bro. Can't do them. <laughs> Can't do them, bro. <laughs> so, so we only have five to to, to pick from, right? Uh-huh, yeah. We don't have cable. We don't have Netflix. Or I just canceled it, but we never watched it with the kids. Um, so when it came down to buying movies, it was mostly more on my part because mm-hmm. my wife didn't have a connection to movies. She didn't care. Um, so when I would buy them, though, right, when I shared with you guys recently, my wife, my, my wife was going through a book called TechWise, right, by Adam Crouch. He's a he's a believer. And she's been, you know, talking to me about this guy for like a year, year and a half. Like You got to read, you know, you got to read this being convicted. So when she would see me buy stuff or buy a movie, sit there and watch it with the kids. Her whole her mindset is there's so many other things you could do yeah. than doing this. All right. Uh, there's so many other ways you can pour into our kids than sitting for an hour and a half. Right. So that's how she was convicted. So but I don't think it was anything of my upbringing of not wanting to watch it, wanting to watch it. It mm. was just why not watch Dory? Mm. Like I'm cool sitting down and watching it, you know, but little by little I've been convicted and God given me a bride that continues to plant seeds in my head um, and then all of a sudden when I come around and I start reading the book I'm like dang alright let's get rid of the movies dang <laughs> right yeah, to the yeah. extreme or that radical of yeah like why not do something better for our kids yeah you know yeah. Um, so you, you didn't grow up as a believer right no I grew up in a in a Catholic household oh okay alright um, I guess I don't even know what you call it a practicing Catholic right uh, the last time I stepped foot in a Catholic church was, uh, was like 15 after I did my second confirmation mm. um, and that was it right but my my household I guess my parents had some restri- restrictions mm-hmm. right obviously rated R movies um, in the 90s growing up with like gangster rap and all that my dad didn't like it mm-hmm. um, so we would download music illegally on Napster 
right? And that's how I would get mm -hmm. my taste of it. Mm -hmm. But like my parents would not want any of this inside yeah. the house, right? Um, so I guess maybe I've taken that from them, right? Where I have tried to shelter my kids from yeah. that type of music, movies, right? So that's why I was like, oh, I'll go to I'll go to Disney. Yeah. But then when I look at Disney, all the points you guys are bringing up, oh, yeah. right? Moana, pretty dark. Moana, Disney's pretty dark, bro. Moana, oh, yeah. Yeah. Coco. Yeah. Right? Like, I hate Disneyland. Oh, bro. Shame yeah. on you. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're hey. going to pray for him later, bro. Hey, I, I, may, have, I may have some problems. I may have some problems with, with, with the message they're trying to bring, bro. But, man, I like going to Disneyland. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, like, when it came to those movies, it was, it was easy, I guess, for me to see... I don't want to share that with my kid. Yeah. Right. Um, and we, we would always watch the movies beforehand. Right. Um, and we went to a church where I forgot what the tool is, but, but pretty much you can set the restrictions of what you want um, to be cut out of movies. Mm -hmm. So I forgot what the tool is. The parents would have these movies playing and all of a sudden, like fast forwards 10 minutes. I was like, what the heck happened? Oh, that's weird. I never heard of that. Yeah, so I forgot what it's called, but like they specifically. It's called Pure Play. I know. Pure Play. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Big Angel 2 is out there. So. Yeah, yeah, but just something okay. where like they set the restrictions or the guidelines and it cuts out these, oh, wow. the scenes that okay. you don't want. Yeah. Uh, bad words if it's saying dummy or stupid, oh, okay. stuff like that, right? Okay. But me and my wife would always watch stuff beforehand uh -huh. or review, read. And then decide if this is something we want to watch with them. You know? Cool. So cool. like in Toy Story, they say the word dumb and stupid and uh -huh. things like that. And I was like, well, what if we just throw it in Spanish? They ain't got to know. <laughs> I do. Right. But again, like feeding my own selfishness yeah. and, you know, my sin. Yeah. So uh, Sam and Dave, uh, Sam and uh, Alex, excuse me, um, Pentecostal background. How much of, of, of the lingering legalism would you guys say plays a part in the way you just you navigate your children in this. Let's hear from uh, Sam first. Yeah, actually, it does. It does a uh, what they call an adverse effect. Mm -hmm. We're giving like you know, like a like a side effect. So it had an adverse effect. Um, it didn't cause me to go that same route. Although I, I respect, I respect that route. You know what I mean? To to be a little bit more. Um, um, exclusive with what you share with your children, you know what I mean? As you should be, you know, we're, we're protecting uh, them, right? Yeah. So, um, but I think what it, my mother was so hardcore with it, and shout out to my mom. I love my mother. With my heart, you know, but looking back at it, that that route for me, um, it caused me to want to. It, it, it drew me more to do. Um, to watch those bad things even more. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, 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 so that view when it was when it was presented to me, it was like don't do, don't, don't touch, don't see, don't taste. Law. It was like a lot of a lot of law, right? And um, we all know according to scripture, like the law, the law is the law isn't set up to you know bring us righteousness or right standing before God, right? So, um, it was that it was in that mode that I was operating. Um, as a child, right? And it wasn't until truly hitting the gospel that I understood that Christianity, and I'm, like I said, any other route, however, you know, however you, you, you know, what perimeters you set up or don't set up, God, God is like, place that on your conscience, you know, like be led of the Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, but for me, I saw that I was more drawn to it when I was told, don't, 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 you know what I mean? 
I mean, like I said, we're not gonna let our kids watch some crazy stuff, you know. Right. But um, but looking at it, I think it was an ob- an, an objectivity thing. And what I mean by that is, is that at the end of the day, um, it's the gospel that saves us. It's the gospel that grounds us, and it's the gospel that we look to also for sanctification as well. So we understand that um, we do these things. We 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 refrain. We, um, uh, we we beat our body into subjection. We work out our salvation with fear and trembling because we look toward what God has done first, right? And so in the midst of all that, um, I was realizing that, like, my mom being hardcore with, like, you know, fencing off everything, um, objectivity, I was the object. Depending on what I did or didn't do, it was going to be dependent on whether I was in good standing before God or not, right? And that and that was that was like an extreme push. You know, I would even say like I would even guess that it was even more 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 like how Adrian was saying that what you do with your children, right? It was even beyond that. You know so um now I see things as like kinda like teaching opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, guiding my kids through explaining um what is and what isn't you know I have to say that that day that we were with you guys and we talked about soul the very next day I was I was researching I was like looking for like uh, the pros and cons like uh, biblically you know what it, what, it, what are they really saying you know and, and that literally that next morning uh, driving my son to school and I'm asking him these questions like you know you know have you heard about this movie this this and that and and uh, kind of just forming them in that and just bringing them back to what we're grounded in, you know what I mean? That, you know, we're, we, we die once and we're before the presence of the Lord, you know, we're judged, you know? So, um, but yeah, that's how it's affected me, you know? It's, it's affected me in that way where it's like, not that I'm like, like, well, man, I'm not going to go that route. It was more of like, I appreciate my heart, my mom's heart in the midst of that. Um, she was devoted to God in the midst of it. I knew her motivations; they were they were they were good. Um, it's just now I go a different I go a different route. And although my mom knows the different route we go, she 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 throws little jabs here and there, yeah. like, "Oh, really? You're gonna do that?" And I'm yeah. like, "Come on, like, you know what I mean?" So, but but also understand like we're Asians coming from as well. You know what I mean? I uh, there's something too that we can learn from that as well. You know what I mean? Like. Not to be lax in our parenting, you know what I mean? Not just, you know, there's there's the other extreme where you go, wow, well, it's fine, we're free in Christ, just let them, and, and I, I don't promote that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there, I believe there's just got to be a balance between the two, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, um, my parents, uh, they were really strict about, like, movies and music but more so music to be honest mm-hmm. so the music aspect they were never cool with us listening to anything that was not Christian secular music yeah yeah no secular music period movies as the years gone by they got a little more lax like you know more mm-hmm. okay it's okay it's okay so it's like you know but like certain stuff like Pokemon Dragon Ball Z yeah. like those they were, they were too demonic in their yeah. eyes or whatever. Oh yeah, I feel you, bro. But um, but there was you know certain things that they would allow. So I mean, the way it's affected me is that I, I for instance, I'm more about. So for instance, when I'm a musician, so I can listen to music, and literally the lyrics, nothing, nothing to me. I don't know what they're saying. 
it's an awesome melody, right? But for instance, my son Noah, I, I would just play whatever because I'm listening to whatever, you know. That's just my my no life, way, bro. You listen to W Dub C and WA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, like, I, them, bro. I, I was listening to stuff, and, and then my kid would pick up on words and be like. Oh, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh man, he's listening to the words. Like I never listen to the words. So, for instance, with Noah, and I am very strict on what he listens to because he's super about lyrics. I'm not. I'm soul melody. Like you could put the dirty stuff, and I literally don't know that it's about whatever. It could be about sex, and I have no idea. I'm like, oh, that's a good song. I like the melody And then like, For real I would say I would say my wife uh, song, like, I'm like Babe listen to this song She goes Do you know what this song's about? I like, know you, you do realize that's Cardi yeah. B that, like, that You know what she's talking about, about You know But yeah like So I'm Now Because of that I was more made more aware Like okay Well Noah listens to the lyrics So does my wife She's all about the lyrics So I'm like Alright I gotta make a conscious issue So 99.9% of what Noah hears Is Christian Is rap You know what I'm saying Mostly is hip hop and, and Or if it's not It's like you know The cleaner stuff You know what I'm saying But it's just Because I, I made a conscious decision So anyways When my parents They were so strict on Like What I didn't like Growing up was That they didn't tell me why so it's like Yeah exactly They, they tell you Don't do this Don't do that mm-hmm. And then they don't an- Answer the why mm-hmm. And maybe they even didn't even think about it Maybe it's from them Right Like they grew up And they, their pastor Said that And it's just Something that they Continued right To just reiterate And I was always like Why Why Because I said so You know And that wasn't good enough For me And then so I'm, I don't do that To Noah now I don't give him a because I said so. You know, when he asked why, I tell him, this is why I don't want you to listen to this. Or this is why I don't want you to watch this or play this game or play this or that because of X, Y, and Z. So so in his mind, it's not just, oh, daddy being mean. It's daddy protecting me. There's a reason why. So mm-hmm. I'm always telling him, I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you to, because I love fantasy. I'm a huge guy that loves um, fantasy I love uh, You know Superhero stuff Disneyland Disney I'm all about that So I don't want to prohibit And my son Seems to be the same Way as me So I don't want to Prohibit his imagination Because I got a wild imagination I love it Right it's, it, it's fun And so But I'm guiding it So I'm not Prohibiting him Or finding it Somewhere else Because my parents Will tell me You can't watch this movie I watched the movie mm-hmm. Whether I was in my boy's house Or my friend's house Cousin I watched the movie You're not allowed to listen to the music I listen to the music mm-hmm. So Because they never gave me a reason why It was just like Oh don't do it because it's bad Right yeah. Or sinful mm-hmm. That wasn't good enough for me So You know So I keep that in mind So it's like what he said Is adverse effect mm-hmm. Yeah David How did uh, um, How was your upbringing how, how did that play a role In, in how you parent today yeah, as far as with well, media. Well, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So, like, my mom used to let me play Legend of Zelda for like three hours a day. And um, so I didn't grow up with really a lot of boundaries. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like my parenting with that. Um, so I kind of like my mom should be like in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll just be out in the living room playing video games for the whole night or whatever. But um, as far as like with my kids, like uh, we got, you know, we got more structure and stuff, more uh, like I would say my wife kind of helps me with that, you know, because like a lot of times, you know, if I'm not 
if I'm not careful, I'll just I'll lose track and I'll just let them play on their games. You know what I mean? Um, but my wife, she grew up with a lot more structure in her home. And so, like, she kind of brings that to our home and it helps me out to just kind of, like, you know, set boundaries with my kids and stuff. So we set, you know, we set boundaries with them, you know, uh, time limits and all that. But I'll say more of my wife, she's like kind of on it. She's on it more than I am, I would say. Um, because like I said, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm not as structured, you know, as disciplined as she is. Um, but I would say this, like uh, one of the things that we do in our home, um, we haven't done it so much recently because I, I was in the academy, so I was gone at night. But now that I'm home, we, we actually have a time where I just read out loud to the kids. Like, so we'll all like sit in the living room and um, we'll just, I'll just read to them like, you know, no devices, no nothing. And I just read out loud to them like a story, you know, like, you know, we've read like Chronicles of Narnia, uh, The Hobbit, you know, um, we've read some other kid novels too, you know, so um, that's something that you can use like, like if you want to like, if you want to do something else, like Adrian was saying, like do something different. One of the things you could read out loud to your family, you know, read a story, and and we've we've had we've had enjoyable times. You know, it takes discipline, but uh, we've had like it, it was an enriching time, you know, for us. And um, at first, the kids like pushed back against it; they they were like fighting it. But once I just made them do it, and then once we got rolling, they started to like it after a while, you know. Um, but yeah, that, that, but, uh, to go eight to eight, what Adrian was singing too, about that book, um, the tech wise family by, by Andy Crouch. Um, my wife got that book too. And, um, he has a lot of great stuff in there too, about, uh, just different ideas and stuff. Um, because we found ourselves too, like at times in seasons, you know, you can kind of, if you're not on it, you can, you can, technology can take over the house. You know what I mean? So um, it's good to just, you know, take a look at that book is a good uh, resource for families, you know, but yeah. Yeah, with the, with the same question, for me, I grew up in a household where um, God was not talked about. So we didn't have a, my parents weren't Christian or anything. I mean, they, they were baptized Catholic, but that was as Catholic as they were, just their baptism as a baby. Um, but so growing up, nothing was prohibited with me. Um, maybe just some, so like if a movie had like a sex scene or something like that, they would skip over that. Um, but other than that, like I was able to watch like whatever I wanted. Like I remember when the, was the Eminem's Curtain Call album came out, like my mom bought it for me. I, was, I forgot how old I was, but I just remember I was still in elementary school, and I would listen to that okay. all the time, and 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 it's so really good album for children, <laughs> pretty much, right? So so with me the, growing the up, lyrics were on point. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing was prohibited for me, but looking back as a parent today, right, and 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 now being a part of the Christian faith and and having my roots in Christ, uh, that. I would say played a a role today in how I parent because now I'm like I know the effects it has when and when it's not um, structured when there's no structure when there's no uh, limitations for my child because I went through all that 
I went through not having that anything prohibited, um, really no, no like, um, I guess you would say boundaries for me. And I know where I was placed as a, as a young kid and things I've gotten into and, and things that I was exposed to. And so because of that, I now do not want that for my son. And so because I, everything was so relaxed for me as a kid, now with my son, I take caution with, with certain things that he does watch and certain things he doesn't watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and yeah, so just in that part, like I'm more mindful as far as um, what he's watched. Because, I mean, for the most part, like I think, Adrian, you mentioned it before we started talking on the podcast. Um, just like, man, as a kid, like movies were, were like a lot of me growing up because my parents were at work. And I only had movies and I had video games for the most part or my cousins. So, I mean, I, I know like that connection within the movies and, and, and like that, that's all I had. And so I wanted that for my son at the same time. But then I was like, man, like it, it was funny because the other day we we're watching a movie with uh, Joseph and me and Julie. And, and I remember we we're watching it and it was a movie I haven't seen like for over 10 years. And I thought it was an okay movie. You gotta be careful with those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause man, some of those things, oh, you, yeah. like you forget. Yeah. So we were watching yeah. Liar Liar oh, with yeah. Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. 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 I already know that part. Yeah. Same <laughs> thing, Christian. Good movie there. Same then, thing, bro. Same and thing. then right as soon as that scene came up, I was like, uh, let's watch something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, I just, I just remembered the funny parts of the movie. All right. But yeah. then, but then yeah. I was like, man, you know what? Let's change the movie and he's like why i was like well uh <laughs> this scene is about to come up because as, as soon as that scene was building up to it, i was like okay yeah never mind <laughs> yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah me, so so me, that was the sandlot the sandlot <laughs> sandlot mess it up man that that one part with the with i, I try to watch it with my kids i was like you know what yeah Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, even, I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but what was what was the deal breaker though when you saw Sandlot? Because I can't remember Sandlot right now. Uh, well, I mean, drugs, right? They're tobacco. Yeah, chewing tobacco, right? and then uh, uh, just rebellious okay. against parents. Yeah. Um, I think the sex or the kissing scene with the uh, lifeguard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the zooming in on like the camera on her butt as she walks by. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right, right, right. And my kids are like three at that time. Right. Lily yeah. was. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, luckily she's not picking anything up. But I was just like, ah, it's yeah. Not so I, so I, got, I, got, I got a question for you, Adrian. What would you say to people who be like, OK, that's too much. That's over the board. You know, those little things are not really big deals. You know what I mean? Sandlot's over the, uh, you know, for the most part, people will say it's an innocent movie, right? Yeah. There's no cussing. There's no mm-hmm. sex scenes. But how you just li- listed, you know, you see rebellion. You do see some provocative images mm-hmm. and then kids, you know, ch- chewing tobacco and things like that. So what would you say to people like, OK, that's that's too much right there? Yeah. Well, I think we're all kind of hitting on it. But the idea is. If you don't indoctrinate them, the world's going to indoctrinate your kids, Uh right? If you don't build the relationships, they'll build the relationships other ways, Uh right? And if I'm not showing them biblically what how women should we look at right how we're how we're supposed to honor our father and our mother Uh right how we're supposed to uh, dress modest modestly right things like that right having a um, the words out of our mouth should be edifying and uplifting Uh right and not tearing people down. If I don't come at them with that and I allow them to watch this right like those scenes will indoctrinate our kids whether we believe it or not right um because everything does right um so just being 
just being super watchful of just intentional of like, why do I want this specifically for my kid? Right? Like, how is it going to benefit them? All right. Like, I think I do a good job with that when it comes to gifts, right? Or toys. I talk with my kids before they ever get anything. And I've, I've taught them how to be, I guess, responsible consumers. Right. And asking, (laughs) and asking questions at five and three, like, is this going to make you happy? Right. And if it's going to make you happy, how long is it going to make you happy for? Right. Like for today. Yeah. Like, do you really want it for the whole, your whole life? Right. Like making them walk and, and like be thoughtful through the, that process. Right. And is this something we should spend this much money? Right. Because with this much, this much money, we can do this as a family. Right. Um, so I would say anything that rebels against God should be over the limit. Right. Even, mm-hmm. even for us as adults, right. Mm-hmm. Anything that takes me that I am now viewing God's image differently. Right. I am now, um, hearing God's name being used in vain in, in movies, like all that should be over the top. Right. It, it should make us cringe because the idea that God is fully going to, to glorify us. We're, we're not going to want any of that in heaven, right? When we're fully glorified in him. So any of that should cause us to, to just, j- just have an issue, Yeah, you know, but not to the point, like I, I get where you guys are all coming to, right? Like not sheltering them. Like this world doesn't exist because mm-hmm. it does. Right. Um, and they're going to be exposed to it regardless at a job, you know, um, all your guys' kids go to public schools, right? Uh, but even us who are planning on homeschooling, they're still going to be involved with other kids. Yeah. Right. Other activities. So they're still going to be indoctrinated somehow. But just being responsible that knowing that like any little small thing is going to make some sort of impression on our kids mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's good to, to, to shape our children's mind like how, how you're doing. I think we all have different ways and different um forms of, of, of doing that like with me like how you guys all mentioned the music right um i love music i love listening to music you know like music is my is my thing you know i have all kinds of playlists on my phone and just you know for every mood that i'm, I'm in whether it's freaking heavy metal freaking rap or worship whatever it is corridos whatever it is, i got players for everything right so i'm a big music guy and so the thing with me you know how alex you said you're like I'm, I'm about the beat i'm about the lyrics right my thing is like Listen to the lyrics and pay attention to what it's telling you. So that's what I teach my kids and trying to ask those same questions. Is like, listen to what it's saying. Is he saying something that's opposing God? Is he saying something that's gonna, it's telling you to, to, to do something unbiblical? Listen to the lyrics. Because with, with me, my, my parents, um, they were more lenient on the things that we watched, but the music, I could not listen to any secular music at the pad. You know, I grew up on Christian hip hop, you know what I mean? And so when I, when I became a teenager and started going to high school, and then, and then all the kids were listening to, you know, uh, you know, that's the time when Little John blew up and things like that, you know what I mean? So they were listening to like club music and things like that. <laughs> and I, I got it's just sitting around. <laughs> and so, so, so then I went in, bro. I went in. I went in. I went, I went backwards. I listened to the, all the NWA stuff and Easy E, and you know, just dove into the West Coast, you know, gangster rap thing and listened to all of it, right? And so. When, when it comes to, to my kids now, I was like, listen to the lyrics. And I, I'm not going to be like, okay, you can only listen to Christian Christian hip-hop. You, know? you can only watch Christian movies. Nah, I'm like, whatever you watch, whatever you listen to, pay attention. And ask yourself, is it the, are they something that's opposing God? 
So when it, so let's jump let's jump on the music. You know what I mean? How 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 do we navigate in the music that we let our children listen to? Do we let them listen to music with that have curse words or not? Because to me, it's not about the curse words. To me, it's about. Of course, obviously, I'm not gonna let my kids listen to any curse words. They're still young. You know what I mean? The message. The message that they're portraying or whatever they're singing or, or talking about. That because there there can be music that has no curse words in it. But it's saying something unbiblical, mm-hmm. right? There's there's this old um, uh, like funk breakdancing song. It's called uh, uh, "Dance to the Music" or something. So it's, it's this girl singing, and she's oh, I'm dancing with this person, and then she went and he left me, and he went to dance with someone else, and now um, you know he came back, and I was like, listen to the lyrics of this music. What is it telling you? You know? And my kids are like, oh. You mean he's dancing with one person Went to go dance with someone else And now the person wants him back And they're like it's adultery I was like okay mm-hmm. See, They're able to catch that From the yeah. concept of the, of the song They're singing about adultery You know what I mean So so, so that's the way I want to shape my kids Listen to the lyrics It may not be saying any curse words But it's obviously bringing you a message. So whatever music they listen to, whether it's on YouTube, you know, because they use, I don't let my kids watch YouTube no more, but they they would listen to these YouTubers and then they have music videos and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, listen to what they're saying. Are they opposing God? Are they saying something biblical or is it just a fun song that you can listen to and, and there's no problem. I'm teaching them to discern for themselves. Right. So, yeah. Um, let's start with Alex Well, well, well you already mentioned about the, the yeah, music uh, The music for me uh, is, is huge for me So with music I'm more, much more stricter Because it's something you listen to on repeat right? It's mm-hmm. like you don't watch At least unless you're a weirdo But you don't watch the same movie like every day But you can listen to the, like, the same album like for a whole week You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like, Or have it on that playlist where it's playing a lot so at least for right now with Noah, um, you know, I, he already knows those different concepts. And the thing, the funny thing is with him, he's so observant that even if, if there's a little kissing scene, like, you know, just a wife and a husband on, on TV kiss, he's like, oh, it's so inappropriate. You know, like, I don't want to see him. Like, there's not, nothing wrong with the love, you know, like mommy and daddy kiss. He's like, yeah, I know. I don't like looking at the you guys kissing i'm like well too bad i'm gonna kiss my wife all the time but you know he really understands that there's a difference between you know relationship and you know he'll like if he sees a uh, little kid kissing a girl he's like they shouldn't be kissing they're not married right Mm. so he's already getting those concepts but as far as music um since we like hip-hop like it is is hip-hop like and then so i'm all right i'm not gonna front I really like Bad Bunny's voice. I like the way he flows. Like I like his style. And I don't even know who he is. Dude, he's awesome. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't, honestly, I don't either, bro. Is it a girl? See, I don't even know. <laughs> Are you serious? With the name like Bad I'm, Bunny? I don't know either. I don't know either. Wow. Okay. And so, I'm a hip hop head. Well, he's Spanish. He's a Spanish rapper, Puerto oh, Rican. Okay. So he literally last That's year. That's why you listen to him, bro. Nah. You're the only Puerto Rican here, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> but he was the number one. Number one artist streamed on Spotify last year. He beat Drake. Okay, so this guy is huge. So his flow is super nice. Like, he got a real dope flow. But a lot of his songs is about sex, right? So I, I'm like, dang, I don't listen to it a lot either because it's like, I don't want to be listening to that. 
but his flow is dope. And when when Bad Bunny started coming out in the beginning, like a few years ago, my you know I would listen to it, and then Noah's like, Bad Bunny, I love him. You know, like his voice is awesome, <laughs> right? And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. And so we listened to it, and then he started rapping the stuff that he's saying, mm. but it's in Spanish, so he literally don't know what those words mean. But he starts rapping, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then that's when I, that's so he was about five when that happened. And I'm like, oh man, he listens to lyrics, right? So ever since then, with music, it's, it's been almost non-existent as far as like listening to that. Now I'll listen to like you know Coldplay, whatever. Like there's certain rock and yeah. you know I explain to him what like certain lyric. But as as far as like sex, sexual songs. I won't even I don't even play with it right now like I'm not gonna play it around him I'm not gonna expose it to him he already understands like so we we had to actually talk to him um because he, he was real curious and he was like when there was three women pregnant at the same time in my house my my wife my sister-in-law and my other sister-in-law so he was like asking questions mm. about babies and what how it happened so we actually had to get a, a book called good uh, good pictures bad pictures and it was um i don't remember the name of the lady but basically we're just show, talking about you know sexual images mm -hmm. so this is like a year ago we had to start little by little just talking to him you know and asking him hey has anybody ever shown you anything inappropriate at school yeah right because i remember I, at school mm -hmm. i used to see stuff right my homies would bring a porn magazine and I'm like looking at porn for the first time at school and stuff like that like yeah. at middle school it wasn't elementary but you know now everything's more advanced no, yeah. but you know so when it comes to sexual that's that's where I almost draw the line hardcore movies music and all that violence I'm okay you know like like you know he said there's violence in the world and guns aren't bad like there's no so nothing bad about the gun itself right it's a tool it depends who has the gun because i don't want to be like flat out saying hey guns are bad and then they'll, he'll see a cop with the gun and say oh so the cop is bad because he has a gun yeah right so i have to show him that the nuance that it's not the the actual gun that's bad it's the person who's using it and for what that it could be bad or good right if they're protecting or they're using it to uh to hurt somebody so those are the nuances you know so when it comes to sexual stuff at least on the song right now i'm like almost non-existent in his ears right now yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying there's i you know i don't even know if i will introduce sexual songs to him right but yeah so that's where i'm at because you know he knows what's up if i can push you on this right this idea that you kind of said was sexual things no i don't right but then other stuff like um David was saying, right? Violence and Samuel, right? Like, yes, because it exists. Wait, but to but, a certain but, degree, I'm not going to, you know, sure. gore, but, nothing but, like that. But the idea is sexual stuff also exists as well within our right. world, right? So you set a, a, a strong boundary on this one thing, all right? Um, so, 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 so my, I guess, my logic behind there, just thinking about it right now as you're talking about it, is we should be like that consistently with all things. No, right? because uh, um, violence to me... And, and sexual does two different things to men, especially, I got boys. So sexual stuff, it, I need to be way more on that because violence, is, it is what it is. We could talk about it, but the way the sexual stuff does to at least to the heart, to the eyes, to the mind, to the boy, I think is more detrimental because there's violence in war, right? So that's what I'm saying, but I'm not gonna, 
Yeah, he knows what, what's up with the sex, but I'm not going to expose him to anything like that. No, no, I'm not saying to expose him. Oh, no, no, no. I know, right. but that's what I'm saying. Like, But when it comes to violence and stuff, like, again, there's this threshold. It's not like I'm listening. This is a gory movie. Let's yeah. just watch the horror, you know. No, no, absolutely. I get you. So but I, 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 I guess the question I would pose to everybody is, like, what is at stake? Right? This idea that... Uh, we're not battling against flesh and blood, right? But the principalities and spirits and authorities that are higher, right? So when we say this is not okay, but then all this other stuff, like I understand or, or try to make any sort of way of justifying it, right? Instead of saying, no, these are my kids' souls at stake, right? Like that is what is at stake here, right? So regardless of what they get introduced or, 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 or what things I'm okay with, like understanding that I'm, I'm, I'm introducing something that they can be led astray with, right? Regardless of how much I coach, regardless of how much I, I teach, right? All these things can be rooted, right? They can they can think about it on their own time, right? Have these thoughts and ideas, right? Because just because I see something, right? Like when I would go to the gym, you're talking about sexual stuff, right? Like that's one of the things I praise God about COVID. They closed down gyms, yeah. right? And I told my wife because like it's one of the places that I would probably lust the most, yeah. yeah, right? But now that they're closed, that's great. But the thing is like I was introduced, but it wasn't like girls were coming in naked. Yeah. But just the fact that even just what they would wear, then throughout the day, I would be thinking about it, right? So the idea is like no matter what we introduce to somebody's mind, right? At that moment when we talk about it, it might be cool, but our kids, like you said, are smart, Right. They're they're identifying this kind of stuff. They're breaking it down. So if they take that and they go to the extreme on their own. Right. Without us being inside their head, because we can't. Those are the things that I say. I guess that makes me be parenting so differently. Right. Mm -hmm. Where um, I'm scared to introduce these things before I think they should be introduced. Yeah. And I I think the age of your kids uh, plays a big role because your oldest is what five. five. And your youngest, mm-hmm. you, you have a new, uh, almost a nine months, uh, nine nine months, months yeah. and then yeah, and a bow, three he's he's three years old. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I I get that. Yeah, I'm not I get watching that. those things with uh, Jonah. Jonah, how old is he? How old is he? Three, three, and so Noah is nine. So, so. yeah, I'm I'm watching different things with the kids. Like yeah. you know, it's, everything I try to do is age appropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a rated R movie. Hey, look at this war movie, guys, and Noah, sit down with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I watch age appropriate stuff and. Just let it flow. Like, to me, I do not compare violence, at least the uh, uh, movie violence, compared to to sexual. It, it, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't go together. Let's, let's, let's get uh, uh, our brother Sam and David perspective on this. What, 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 what sayeth y'all about this? I, you know what? Um, I wouldn't necessarily equate violence is evil, but when I say I'm not going to... Um, I'm not gonna hide evil from my kids. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about all evil, right. like in all its forms, whether that be lust, whether it be, you know, lying, murder, covetousness. Um, I think that. So for my, for with me and my kids, all of my kids are Christian. I mean, they're all they're all actually like believers, like for themselves. You know, they they've embraced the faith. They, you know, they're all baptized. They're all, they all. This is the way. Know God. So I think that with them, they're like, if they're exposed, if they, if they're gonna do evil, and they're gonna do sin, um, they're actually gonna be convicted about it, mm. and they're actually gonna tell me about it. 
So like, you know, even during our family time when we do family worship, you know, we'll have a time of confession, like, mm. and we'll we'll confess, and I'll be like, hey, so what? What have you guys been doing? Like, what's been going on with you? Like, have you sinned this week? What are you thinking about? And then at that point, they're at a they're, they can talk with me. There's it's safe for them. They you know they can share what's going on in their hearts and so those stuff will start coming to the surface and we deal with it we deal with these things so um like so from they have a they're christians so they know like they i'm not saying they know what every evil is they haven't done like you know all, all types of sins you know but you know they, they know about certain things and then if you just go through the commandments you know with your kids You'll, you'll cover adultery, mm. you know, you'll cover covetousness, you know, and you read through the Old Testament, you'll cover all kinds of stuff in the Old Testament. Mm. You want to talk about violence, I mean, just read through the Old Testament and if, if you expose your kids to the Old Testament and even the New, yeah, um, you're going to come across rape, incest, mm-hmm. uh, crushing cats' heads with, with pegs, you know, like, just all kinds of different things so and that stuff is in the scriptures like God has laid out violence and sin and just all kinds of wickedness in the scriptures like you can you can read about it and so I think that I don't think that God would say like don't read that you know or, or keep your kid from that part you know of course age appropriate you know they're not going to understand everything you're not going to be talking about like rape with your three-year-old or incest you know necessarily but um I've, I've i've talked about that stuff with my son you know he's um when he was like 11 i think or 10 and because i knew he was getting ready to go to uh, middle school and if you've been i mean if you've been on a middle school campus even elementary but i'm on a middle school campus and i hear what these kids are talking about so yeah. it's like wow yeah. so I, I like she said like like alex said i'm gonna play offense and i'm gonna I'm going to talk to, so I went, you know, I broke open the Bible and I broke down sex from the scriptures with my son. Mm. You know, I broke down what marriage was, how, how babies are made, you know, what rape was, what, what incest was like, we went through, we went through the scriptures and we talked about, you know, some of these explicit things, you know? Um, but I think that like, you have to be wise and age appropriate. Um, that the, at the same time you can't look at the scriptures and you can't not see all that evil in there that God just lays out in his word and you gotta be able to process that you know of course through a Christocentric lens you know what I mean and and of course pointing kids to Christ and redemption and all of that but I think that um, yeah all of that all of that is in the bible absolutely you know? david and i think you make a great point right and i think what you're saying is i'm using the tool that we're supposed to use to introduce this to my kids yeah right right Which is the bible absolutely 100 percent. right if i'm using scripture that's exactly what i'm supposed to be doing right it should not be movies it should not be music that is going to introduce this to my kid mm. right to teach this mm-hmm. right using the scriptures that god has given us right and it's all for what? For his glory. Yeah. Right? Yep. Now, in that, like, it's just being, like you said, being wise, right? So if I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to do show any sexual stuff, like showing movies that are tearing God's image, right? His image bears apart. 
should convict me as well, right? Like, was that movie made for God's image or was it made for my pleasure, right? And I'm not, I'm not taking this to something legalistic that no, we shouldn't take partake in any of this, right? Um, but it should, it should convict us still, right? Um, for example, something like my wife is a vegan, right? And she brought up like the way that we, um, if we're supposed to be good stewards of God's creation, right? That should, that, that should convict you of how we produce meat in our country, right? What the meat company looks like in, in America. Now, do I still eat meat? Yes, I do. But does it convict me? Yeah, right? And it should draw me to repentance of like, man, like this is something tough that I'm wrestling through, right? And I think that's what we should do with our kids, regardless of whatever way that we are, we're trying to raise them is this movie still does not glorify God in everything that he tells us to, right? But because we're sinners, because we're, uh, it, 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 it's pleasurable to us, right? We desire this as well. And I, I get it, right? But I think the one thing that was really important on what you said is using scripture to introduce these topics to our, our kids, right? Introducing rape, introducing sex, introducing, um, you know, violence and all that, right? Like the violence in scripture was for a specific purpose, it wasn't for me to sit there in an in a audience and to, to pay my money and to make the, you know, the producer's money, right, revenue. Like, it wasn't. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, I hope everybody don't think I'm taking my kid to, like, you know. I was just trying to work You know what I'm saying? I don't think you are. <laughs> nah, I get you, I get you. Uh, you know, it's all age appropriate. No, no, yeah, no. Nah. Nah. Like, I, I also live by, you know, um, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, you know what I'm saying? Like, for everything that you do, whether it's eat, drink, watch a movie, hang out, do it for the glory of God. So I could contextualize all that, right? Like I could use uh, the scripture, I could use whatever medium that because the medium we're giving, right? It could be a blessing and it could be a curse, right? Mm -hmm. So that it takes wisdom in everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Like that has to go with every single thing, every single aspect, every little thing, our phone, anything, our, our, uh, what we listen to, every single thing we have to filter it through the gospel. So. Again, I'm not watching Freddy versus Jason with kid, my son, just in case people don't. But you know, if if I'm watching a Disney movie, somebody's right, listening, be like, I don't know about that Alice guy. guy. He's guy, showing you know his. <laughs> but no, if you know, if, if it could be anything, a little yeah, yeah. PG movie. Yeah. They show somebody stabbing a person, right? Like that's violence, right? That that's what it is. And so using those things, like beside, I use scripture. Obviously, I don't shelter. I just read through it. You know, and I try to explain it in the age context, you know, a way he mm -hmm. understand. But also when I'm using the movies and books, everything I use, I'm going outside, I'm hanging out. I use it as a tool to explain what the gospel is and how, as a Christian, we view that. So that's what, I, what I'm doing. That's, that's the two. And that's the, real quick, just like scripture, you know, we have we have a special revelation. But we also have, you know, the, the natural revelation. We have the revelation of creation. Yeah. And I think that both of those things are valid, like, to use, like, mm -hmm. we, can, we can learn off of creation, too. We can learn off of, you know, um, just the different things that happen in life, you know, experiences. Um, you know what I mean? I think that, like, yeah, you, you uh, I'm not saying, like, use just scripture. I'm saying use everything. Like, if you look at Deuteronomy 6, you know, mm -hmm. um, it talks about, you know, talking about the commandments when you're, when you're along, when you're going on the way, when you're on the way to work, you know, when you're sitting down with your kids, when you're at the park, 
you know when you're when you're watching a movie exactly. you know when you're when you're at a part at a birthday party or whatever so you're able to like when things come up you're able to you know you're able to those are teaching moments mm-hmm. you know what i mean every every moment can be a teaching moment right of course scripture is the standard and that's where we that's the filter that we run everything through you know but i think that yeah like use everything to teach you know to teach yeah about god's glory and about use creation you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah go for it i was gonna say yeah, i'm also encouraged to um man i, I don't know I, I just been uh reading through jeremiah a lot more recently but um even then like are you depressed yet or what's up no <laughs> that's no but things, bro. I, I, i'm i'm encouraged <laughs> because just along that same line right as far as the law that we, that we that um god was telling them to that this is something that should be read aloud. Mm-hmm. This is something that should be read wherever they're at, that they should meditate on it and that they should have it everywhere, everywhere. And, and, and that being involved in every part of their life. Um, and so if you fast forward right from Deuteronomy to, to Jeremiah or the time of their exile, um, when they went to Babylon, um, Babylonian captivity, God almost in a way pushes or, or even just, um, tells Israel like don't just confine yourself to yourselves but it's a help prosper um, help the marketplaces and, and prosper and then go and get married mm-hmm. right to live a life even in, in, in Babylon Babylonian kept uh, exile or, or whatever the term would be because his I guess you'll say his um, framework was that they should be so um, involved or, or, or so um, uh, how would you say that, that, that they should have the law so written on them that they should be so involved in, in, in having that as something that's an active part of their life that when they're out even amongst people that are non-believers people that, that pagans. worship pagans mm-hmm. what, that worship false gods that, that there should be such an assurance that they would not fall for those things otherwise God would just said no stick to yourselves don't don't you know don't even try to even bother doing anything because then they're gonna fall for it but like no we and and i guess this this is something that should remove a burden from us as parents as well that however we are stewarding um our children and and what what it is they're doing um take it through the gospel right we take it through the gospel through that framework that can can i filter this through the gospel to where i'm able to at least come to a, a somewhat conscious decision to allow my children to even watch this certain movie and then still at the same time man just be assured like man if if, if I'm so assured in, in the faith that I have in God and the things that I have been teaching my child that I know God will preserve my child nonetheless though they may you know fall into every which area and, and that's what our job right is to help navigate them through that so they don't fall through that but even if they did I know God will keep them and so, and so, I guess just building that and, and removing that burden of of being that sheltering parent because I've had cousins like even though I grew up in, in a household where um, there was no boundaries, I had cousins that grew up um, in in the same in the same way with with a Pentecostal mother for a time when she was a Christian, um, and they weren't able to celebrate holidays, they weren't able to um, watch you know scary movies, they weren't able to watch movies, no Pokemon and all that. Now clown on them. Right, I'll bring my Pokemon cards over and all that. But like, look, it's a demon, it's a demon, and things like that. <laughs> Damn, I mean, you're a demon blog, bro. <laughs> I was. You're awesome. 
<laughs> but but I mean at the same time at, at, at the same time right um, just being able to help navigate our children through it so even if you know for some reason they may have other family members or other people friends they come in contact with they're able to identify those things and they're able to cut it out and, and not fall prey to those things right and I think one thing that's important to I don't know I don't remember it but you know this is everybody's in a, in, in, a, in a stage with with god right and this is a conscious issue so i could be at, here right now right but the the lord could be growing me and and, and you know you, next month i could be somewhere different mm-hmm. but that's the grace of god like what Justin yeah. was saying like that's the grace of god that even if if what i'm doing is sinning you know in god's eye I have faith in God that he will convict me of that, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm trying to walk faithful in Christ, right? If I'm seeking after him and I'm trying to be empowered by the Holy Spirit and be guided by the gospel and reading scripture and memorizing all that stuff, as I'm growing, right? I'm going to be convicted of this. I might change this. I might make adjustment. So praise be to God, right? That all of us are fathers or earthly fathers. And we, even if we differ on oh, this or that, at least I know that every single one of us is trying to do it for the glory of God. That's yeah. one thing I can exactly. say that everybody here is making this conscious decision to like, oh, he's going to watch this or they're not going to watch this. And it could be completely different places, but the same goal, which is mm-hmm. because I believe this will glorify God. Right. So that's that's something that I just wanted to just make sure that people listening like we, we all like might have differing. Um, things, but it's a conscious issue, and we pray. I always pray, God, you know, forgive me for X, Y, and Z, and forgive me for those sins that I don't even know about. Yeah. Right? Because I, I could be doing something completely that God is not happy with, mm-hmm. and I always pray, convict me of those things, right? And another thing, I thank God, like, my wife is a great tool because she, she grew up in a super, she was in super, more stricter than I was. Like, she, they weren't even allowed to like shave. No, they had, oh, yeah, man. they had long. They had to wear super long skirts, right? No makeup, no nothing. They couldn't cut their hair, right? So she came from a real strict, and then she also studied to be a teacher. So she was in that educational like stuff. So she didn't actually become a teacher like Adrian is right now, but she actually was in that. So it, thank, I thank God for her because she brings a perspective, right? That you know. As, as a woman, as a mom, what she she tried to help my boys, right? Because my my boys are, you know, the boys, and I know a certain perspective, but I'll push back. I'll be like, oh, no, I'm, I don't think they should do this because of this. Or, and she'll be like, no, no, but this will help them for that. You know, it'll help mm-hmm. them to love her this way or, you know, whatever. So I'm glad for that. Like Adrian's talking about his wife, right? There's been a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, I'm here. And my wife talked to me. I'm like, Dang, that's a good point. You know, like <laughs> I think that's a good point. And kind of like Dave, you know, because my wife, she she always been with kids. I was not that type of person. I would just if you're not if you're under nine years old or ten years old, I wouldn't even talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like get away from you're me. You're messed up, bro. Yeah, only only my kids. Yeah, I I like I just like you know teenagers, right? But when I had kids, it's like okay, I I I, I have some understanding, but. My wife helped a lot, especially in those early stages, like, okay, this is how they develop, and 
things like that. And Praise so, God for wives. For real, yeah. bro. So my wife was a great instrument that the Lord. So every decision I make, I never make it alone, right? Everything that we, every decision we make, we make together mm-hmm. and that we understand why, right? But as a husband, sometimes, you know, you got to be like, and, uh, and since we have boys, I'd be like, babe, I understand what you're saying, but no, trust me, like, this yeah. is not going to be good, right? Yeah. And it could be some again, like Adrian was talking, it could be something from mine because I'm, I'm more susceptible to sexual stuff, whereas violence, never. It wasn't, it was just, oh, guns and people, that's fine, whatever, it doesn't bother. I didn't think about that, but a girl in a bikini, that image was buried in my head, right? And it was just, so maybe that's where I lean, but. Since I know the the struggle of lust, I'm 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 a little hardcore mm-hmm. on that, mm-hmm. right? Whereas violence is always age appropriate, you know. I'm you know probably tonight I'll start watching rated R movies with my son. Now by the by the time everybody <laughs> probably thinks it, I look at the rubber, Oh, that guy! Wow. <laughs> no, but you know, so it's just it just it, I like I love discussions like this because you know what? We're all learning, we're all growing. Yeah. We're all young fathers, right? We're all in our thirty. Well, some of us. I'm almost forty. Oh, I'm gonna cry. But anyway, thirty nine. Or me too. Oh, there you go. You passed. It. So, but yeah. you know, we're all young fathers relatively, and it's always good to have these discussions. So, yeah. I, 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 I want to hear it's, Sam. It's, I want to hear Sam. Yeah. It's good because um, uh, this is what the body of Christ is for. Ephesians 4 says, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, this is how we build each other up in love, you know. So, um, we need these different perspectives because yeah. although um, where we've landed, not just theologically, but just how our makeup and how our routines, our idiosyncrasies, all these things are formed through our past, our upbringing, our culture, and then we land on certain things like uh, Alex. Uh, Alex was saying, conscience or it doesn't. You know what I mean? And, and Gigi girl right now. So anyway, uh, but it, it affects our conscience uh, one way or another. Uh, we have to be able to learn from one another. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I res- that's commendable. I respect that that Adrian does certain things with his kids in a certain way. Um, I wouldn't do everything the same way he does, but I see the heart behind it, right. and it, it's an encouragement. You know what I mean? It's an right. encouragement to me. Um, you know, another way another way of looking at media or even looking at movies is um, I try um, the same with Alex. I don't shelter my kids, but I don't let my kids watch anything they want you know what I mean yeah so um but there are certain things if you what I've been trying to learn is that there are certain things out there in media because you can't unless you completely go Amish there's no way that you can stop <laughs> coming across like you know media or you know you know what I'm saying um for sure there's a way um I'm not at that level yet but anyway um another thing that I've been looking at is how huh, a lot of these stories and movies are based on fairy tale or just classical story archetypes, right? Like the hero, damsel in distress, the, the hero's journey, um, them having conflict, them having to overcome something, um, uh, there being a uh, antagonist, there's a protagonist. Um, all that stuff is is stolen from God, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Of course. So, so like. I remember the other day I was watching, you know, on YouTube, there was like, they, 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 they spread out different clips of, from different movies, right? I was watching uh, 
uh, I Am Legend, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that, that movie isn't branded as a Christian movie, right? But there's things in that movie where I go, man, the gospel is in this movie. If you really look at it, like, there's certain things that are represented in this movie um, that's more Christian than... Pure flicks. Branded Christian movies, which are, let's be honest, the majority of the part, they're pretty corny. Pure flicks. So, I mean, they are. We get it, like, You know, the zombies were like, are like people who are stuck in sin, right? And there's this one guy who... Who's, who has a conflict with God and he he's like struggling with his relationship with God. He's like, I hate God because of what God does. He feels like he blames God for the accident that his wife and his child had in the helicopter. And um, he realizes that the pure is in the blood, you know, and a lot of it is kind of vague, oh, but I'm oh, like, oh, I'm, oh. I'm piecing together these things, you know what I mean? And there's ways that you can redeem, you could actually redeem uh, a lot of the, the media that's put out now, not everything, you know what I mean, but there's certain things that follow that classical um, hero's journey archetype, um, and you could apply it to the gospel. You know what I mean? You could say, you know, you could use it as a um, as a analogy, um, a- analogy or an allegory. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, look at C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis doesn't mention one, anything really theological in in a lot of his fictional works, but but man, the, it, 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 it's uh, rooted in the gospel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I think there's a way, like I said, there's a way to be balanced in the sense of uh, how we approach media. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to push for an aloof position where you go, ah, you know, God's, God's in control, he's sovereign, he's going to handle everything. No, we, we you know, we, we have a responsibility as, mm-hmm. as fathers or stewards of what God has given us, you know, that our children are gifted to us from the Lord. So um, there is a responsibility. So, yeah, when I hear stuff like the measures being taken, like, man, that's commendable. You know what I mean? I may not do things exactly the same because I don't think that uh, methodology is uh, should be put on the same uh, uh pedestal as principle as far as like let's say gospel over how that gospel operates in our lives and you know everybody is like like for me personally uh very rarely do i have those sex like sections off times where we're able to have family worship and it has to do a lot with our with our uh work schedule my wife works i work i work graveyard you know what i mean but um there are those times where i'm able to like sit down with my son I go have pizza with him and we're able to talk these things through you know um, um, like I said when we, were, when we were reviewing that certain Pixar movie you know what I mean we were going like like why is this wrong why is this right what, 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 what what's, what's the accurate view of this and uh, even when it comes down to um, bad guys and good guys in movies right um, I, I tell them like my son I, I go who's the bad guy in this movie oh this person why Oh, because they've been A, B, and C, and I go, do you know? Do you know that there's bad guys and good guys in real life? He goes, yeah. Like, what, what, what makes a good guy? And he's like, well, you know, people who are good. And I go, no, there's only one good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, using using that yeah. kind of like setup of yeah. bad guy, mm-hmm. good guy. You know what I mean? Like, kind of going like, there's only one good guy. Yeah. Okay. Christ. You know what I mean? And we're all bad. Right. You know what I mean? And um. So yeah, yeah, that's another way of looking at it too. You know what I mean? No, yeah, um, yeah. I think this is a really good conversation, and I think um, I've been 
thinking about that scripture in Titus, you know, since um, we're our plans as we have announced as church plant, and you guys are church planting too. Um, the scripture in Titus that has been convicting me a lot lately is, and their children are believers. Right now, um, David said, he said, my children are believers, they're Christian. Praise the Lord, you know what I mean? I think that is the goal of all of us right here, yeah. to raise our children as Christians, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that as we grow in the Lord, whatever the future holds for us, whether it's an elder position at a church or pastoral, whatever the Lord has, you know what I mean? That we meet the qualifications of eldership, you know, whether we do enter eldership or not, just as a man, as a yeah. father, that we should be have those qualifying roles of of what it is to be an elder, right? Because we're Christian men, and that's how we should uh, look towards Christ and, and bring up our children in the way that they should go so that they do not depart when they get older, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, I praise God because um, um, I, 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 I stopped letting my wife, my kids watch YouTube because, you know, because they would watch a lot of vines, you know what I mean? A lot of those memes and yeah. stuff. And then there was a lot of them just saw there's a lot of random screaming on there. And I, I would find my oldest just screaming randomly. And it would annoy me, you know what I mean? Like, nah, you guys ain't watching this no more. You guys are being too much influenced by these 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 memes and stuff like that, you know? So I was like, okay, we need, we need to cut off YouTube. You guys can't watch YouTube unless we're present. Unless we can, let's say we have some... You know, chill time and we can watch some prank videos or whatever it is. But where they're watching they're with them, yeah. they can't watch YouTube by themselves, right? And so then um before my 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 daughter Amy, she's seven years old, she would uh watch this YouTuber called Jojo Siwa, right? It's some girl, you know what I mean? She does her YouTube thing, she has music videos, right? She, my my daughter was a fan, right? So she, you know, when we would buy her shoes or shirt, she would see one of her merchandise. Oh, I want that one. I'm like, okay, whatever. I checked out this just this channel. She's not doing anything, you know, bad, right? So whatever. She recently came out as as a lesbian. She recently came out as, as you know, she's she's gay. My 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 wife, she didn't she didn't um or my daughter actually she since she wasn't watching YouTube at this time, you know, my wife actually showed my daughter the coming out video, right? And she kind of let my daughter discern for herself. So it was her conscious decision to be like, I need to grab all my stuff that has her name on it. And she and no no one told her to do it. She said she just grabbed her stuff and said and she gave it to my wife. I don't want it anymore. That's you cool. know? And hey, she, she's a wet with, with blonde hair, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She she does a lot of kitty songs. Yeah. Uh, I, my wife just told me about it, like this uh, YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. So th that was the response that, that my daughter had, and man, you don't even know like the joy I felt uh, when my wife told me about that, and just to know that our children do, are really in God's hands, and the Lord Jesus Christ is really doing a work in, in, in their hearts. Yeah. You know what I mean? In their lives. So that was that was such a great blessing to me to to be able to see that to be able to know you know that my daughter she's able to make conscious decisions she was exposed to these kind of things and she made a conscious decision to be like that's ungodly that God doesn't that's okay. not that doesn't please God yeah. you know I mean not not to boast or anything like that yeah. it just it really does fill me up with with joy and I'm pretty sure it fills you guys up with yeah, joy when when our children. Uh, do those kind of things where they're 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 consciously acting out their faith. Right. You know what I mean? So that it no longer is 
our faith that they're following, but they're following their own faith in Jesus Christ. Right. And I think that's the point that we all as fathers should be striving for, to bring up our children in the way that they should go. And we're promised that they will not depart when they get older. You know what I mean? So I think all this, all, this, all that was talked about today, um, I hope it was really edifying to the listener. You know what I mean? And I hope that, you know, maybe, you know, some of we, we start thinking a little bit deeper on the way that we navigate the media that we we, we let our our children consume you know what I mean um, and I praise God for all you guys here because I know just like Alex said we're all striving to please the Lord right. you know what I mean? whether um, in whatever method that we do you know what I mean we're not trying to say um, each one of us have the right perspective except me I got it <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Adrian would disagree with you, bro. You know what I mean? I was about to let them know. Oh, oh, me, me and Adrian could do another podcast. <laughs> let's, let's do it. And we just scratched the surface. I want, I, want, I, want, I want to be an arm. I want. I want to be an arm wrestling. No, uh, fair. Right. We could arm wrestle with our beards, baby. That'll be different. Uh, dude, I mean, he's still no, going. Bro. I got a chance. I got a chance, bro. I got a chance. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. So, um. Uh, I think we're uh, as, as fathers are going to continue to navigate through these things because yeah. our children are going to grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, 11 years old, he's going to be 12 this year. He's going to be a teenager already. You know what I mean? So we're, I never had a teenager as a, as a child before. So I'm going to have to navigate through new waters, new territory, and yeah. the struggles that that, that brings. You know what I mean? Oof. Yeah. And then and then as they get right older, with you. Yeah, as as they get older to become men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Teach them about manhood and get deeper in, into these things. You know what I mean? And then when they have children and then they come to us, they be like, Dad, how did you do it with me? You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a continual work, you know what I mean, that we have to do as fathers so that our children, so that we can say, my children are believers. Lord, I did what you called me to do, to love my wife as Christ of the church. And train up my children in the way that they should go. Amen. So, um, any any last comments or anything? We're gonna go one by one. Uh, start with Justin over here. Well, I'll go last. Okay, Adrian. All right, Alex. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, again, I think this is a very important topic. You know, because again, this is a, uh, God has placed us in this time, right, with with our wives, with the family, with the church. And we have to make the most of it for the glory of God. And so in everything that we do, we have to be, you know, guided through scripture, through prayer, right? And also be be surrounded with people that love you, right? That are speaking to you. And that if they see something that's of sin or, you know, you're doing something a little sketchy, that they'll bring it out to you. And that's, that's what brotherhood is, right? Like iron sharpening iron, right? That's what we're called to do. So um, in everything that we do, Especially with the, you know, because again, we're going to make mistakes, but by the grace of God, you know, he is sovereign. He's in control. So doing everything that we can, but also entrusting them in the, in the Lord, right? Like, like Martin was saying that we, we raise them up. We preach gospel to them that we share our lives, right? We share our experiences that through the filter of the, 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 you know, even the mistakes that I made. Like, I talked to my kid about stuff I did that was dumb, you know, like all the bad things I did. And I'm like, this is why I'm, I'm, I'm so hard on you, right? This because <laughs> I don't want you to do what I was doing, right? And thank, thank the Lord that 
he he seems like way nicer and you know like he's not as ratchet as I am. So praise the Lord for that. <laughs> uh, but but by you know being intentional, that's the whole point of this. Like this is not a hands off thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like you, you, um, David was alluding to, and um, also um, Sam, we can't be aloof, right? Like we can't just sit back and say. Well, the Lord is sovereign. You know, he, he'll take control. No, yeah. no, 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 no. God gave us those children, and we are going to equip them as best as we can for the glory of God. Because they are going to go into the world. They're going to leave our nest, right? They're going to leave our home. And everything that we've done and didn't do is going to affect them in their worldview and how they see everything, how they understand the gospel, how they understand the scripture. So at, at the present time right now that we have them in our home, to make be intentional to push them and, and guide them to to understand who God is, who they are in Christ, right? Like understand the gospel and why repenting and believing in him and why we do things differently than the world does, right? We don't just accept what they do and like, okay, we're just going to do everything that they do because that's the way it is. No, we're not formed to the patterns of the world, right? We're different. We're called to be a light. Yeah. So, you know, even though we're here, we're going to do things just a little bit different with a little different flavor, you know what I'm saying? Amen, amen, praise the Lord. David, what's up, bro? Um, I'm just thinking, like, um, in that book, Techwise Family, uh, there's one of the things that he says in there is uh, to create more than you consume. Mm. And I think that, for me, like, and after having this conversation with you guys, like, man, I would love for my my home, my household, me and my family to to be like that, you know, to, to create more than we consume, you know, cause I noticed that when, when we're off technology, you know, everybody gets creative, you know, like yeah, mm-hmm. my daughter, will be, my daughter dances and paints, my wife paints, my son will be writing stories and drawing, doing illustrations to them. And, and, and oh, so I, I see you dancing. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to uh, see that. We're going to edit that part off. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but I, I just want to, like, we could, it's so easy to consume media, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that, like, it, this conversation makes me want to, like, you know, start implementing some of this stuff, you know, yeah. where we, you know, take more time away from those things and and, yeah. and see what God would do with uh, in our family and our friend together, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, and just, yeah, that, that's all I have. <laughs> Sam? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm encouraged by the conversation, man, and, and uh, I think we should do this more often, like, uh, not just on the podcast, I think we should get together and just, uh, you know, just, just do this in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Um, like Adrian, um, kind of have the same perspective. I, I've been, I've, I've been, for the last 20 years, I've been working with at-risk, emotionally disturbed kids. Um, it's only been for five years that I've been a psych nurse. Uh, but while I was a psych, while in these last five years that I've been doing psych nursing, um, I've been seeing a lot of those kids that were in the alternative school. Shaled, you know what I mean? And, um, Read that last part one more time, bro. We didn't hear you. My bad. I said, um, in the, um, a lot of these kids that I have been working with, is that, is that where you probably yeah, cut me off? Yeah. Or, or, yeah, a lot of these kids that I've been that I had worked with back uh, like 15 years ago when they were like seven, eight years old, um, and they were classified as emotionally disturbed, at risk, um, special ed, mentally ill. Um, 
these kids, I see, I see them rolling through the mental ward, the psych ward now at, at, at my current job. And they recognize me. They're coming in as 20-something-year-old, you know, um, in handcuffs, you know what I mean? Recognizing me, oh, Sam, you know, hey, you know, looking shameful. And, and you know, I, I agree with Adrian, man. Like, I do, I see the flip side of that. I see the side of kids being formed in a way um, where um, they come from broken homes, you know what I mean? The, like the wards of the court. Um, and the, the foster system, I mean, it is what it is, man. I've seen some horrible things. I've seen, I've heard some horrible stories a lot of these kids come from. And um, I've seen the positive benefit of, of, you know, fencing off, being a little bit more intentional with fencing off things. But I've also seen, like me included, kids who were fenced off later on, either you want to call it backsliding or you want struggling with sin, they turn their back on God. You know what I mean? I, I've also seen that. So I think like my bent has always been like, you know, the gospel is is gonna is gonna is gonna really change things. And it's also the gospel that informs a lot of these things, you know what I mean? Like like I said, like I hear Adrian's obviously I see Adrian, he has a certain position where he's at. And um and like I said, like I wouldn't do things exactly like he would, but I see the heart behind it, you know what I mean? And that's encouraging, you know, because um you know, even these kids that were brought up in the foster system that I see later on, um, it, it's a lot of behavior modification that's, that's brought to these kids, and that doesn't change the heart. You know what I mean? And and, and a lot of these, a lot of these alternative schools, as much good as they do, you know, and and God bless the teachers and stuff like that. But you know that we have a restriction with the gospel. Like we're, we're not allowed to be overt. And preach the gospel to 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 you, you know that Adrian right we can't we can't cross that line you know what I mean with our with your students like my clients you know what I mean yeah, there's yeah, ways yeah. that we can get in there and be covert you know <laughs> no no go ahead bro. you know there's Just ways laugh. there's ways there's ways that we can get in there and be covert you know what I mean and and, and it, there's always like I, I'm pretty sure you know this Adrian where you're able to preach the gospel if they ask you what the faith is about that's why you know you're what I mean tattoos bro. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean right <laughs> um, you know um, but yeah you know it's, the, it's it's like what I've learned from being a kid who's been in that room who um, who had things fenced off like I uh, I grew up kind of like going like this is what I do what I do, do but you also the one thing that I do realize is that like the ones who do fence off for their kids, um, they're, uh, it's about whether it's coming from a gracious or like a, a grace-filled or gospel-centered heart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, we're called into good works. We're called, you know what I mean, to, to holiness. You know what I mean? Um, but in my fencing, I want to make sure that, like, Man, like it's 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 dripping in the grace of God. You know what I mean? Like this is what God has done for us. Therefore, let us, you know, Romans chapter twelve, verse one and two. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, therefore, you know, I beseech you, you know, present your bodies living sacrifices, mm -hmm. right? Because of 
chapters 11, 1 through 11 about who we are in Christ. Therefore, go and do this. So, like I said, I appreciate I appreciate everyone's perspective, man. And there's a lot to learn from everybody. You know what I mean? Amen. Adrian. Yeah, so my last thoughts. Um, the idea that media tech only provides information, right? Does not provide his wisdom. And we know wisdom comes from the word of God. Mm-hmm. Right? So anything deep must come from him. All right. Um, and then also to like Alex's point, I think Martin, right? This idea that for us, we know our struggles, our own hearts. All right. We don't know our kids. All right. I know what things I might see, but deep down they have their own secret sins, their own desires, their own things that I do not know what's going to trigger them to go down another path. Yeah. All right. Um, and therefore, I think that's another thing that also helps me, right? Because from my background, I think I've shared with some of you, right? Being molested from 8 to 12 and then physically abused from 8 to 12. Those are the things that triggered me to lead me to a bunch of other things. So because Mm. of that, like I am careful that I am not the one triggering my kids because it's not a stumbling block for me. So therefore, I am fine showing this or listening to this in front of them or Uh doing whatever it is, right? Talking to my wife in whatever manner, whatever, you know, Um, because I don't know what they're going to be struggling with, you know? So I want to be careful of guiding them and protecting them. Um, And like all of us, right? Like I should be the first one and only one to talk to them about sex and talk to them about, um, right? Like we recently read a book with Lily, right? And Bo. Right. My, I think there were four and two at that time talking about private parts. Right. Because they started playing doctor mm. <laughs> and li- Lily, my four year old, just checking Bo. Right. Mm. Um, and it's like, hold on. I think it's time to because of my background and, my, you know, my, my story of just like, I want to make sure if they go to someone's house and they play doctor, they don't do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so seeing that and being the first one to introduce that. All right. So when it comes to any of these topics, if we're not the first ones to introduce this to our kids, they're going to feel like it's taboo. They're going to feel like it's, you know, uh, hands off, you know. So when these situations come, they're not going to want to come to me because they don't see me as the person that cared for them because I didn't introduce it to them. You know, Um, so, yeah, just the idea that, you know, deep wisdom comes from the encounter of encountering people, others. And I think, David, right, you and I just from knowing that book tech wise. Right. The idea that technology yeah. is going to separate me from how I'm going to get that deep wisdom. Right. And that's from that's from my solitude with God. Right. And media technology disconnects me from God. Right. So therefore, I'm never really alone because I'm walking around with my little screen with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And how can I have time to just be with God, to be in solitude like Christ showed us. Right. To always be connected, you know. Um, yeah, right. And, and the, the point of family and relationships, right, comes down to they're, they're sanctifying, right? So my kids should be sanctified by me and I should not be a stumbling block, you know, for, for their walks uh, moving forward. Amen. Yeah. And, and, and especially with all this media, man, I, I thank God for the way God has um orchestrated things right where we are to belong to a body of christ our local body of christ our church and and because of that you know even like today with this episode um even though you know 
David and Sam, you guys are in, in another church, but nonetheless, even in this conversation amongst believers, we're able to be edified with one another's stories and, and different perspectives. Um, and even too at our own church where we're like, I may be navigating it this way, but it wasn't until I heard of, for example, Adrian and his perspective on certain things that now I feel convicted in this area now to where now I could continue to navigate my child and continue to grow and how to navigate them because we're all bringing different things to the table where we're able to edify each other in different areas as a father, as a husband, as a brother or, you know, X, Y, and Z different areas that we're in because of the, the body of Christ, we're able to do that. And that's, that's where I stress the importance again of belonging to a body, belonging to a church, being a member at a church, a local church where you're able to do that. Cause you can't get that at home by yourself with just you and your wife. Yeah. Um, and, and even then, too, about how being the first ones to introduce it as far as um, bringing these life lessons, these things that are, that are really rooted in the Bible, but are perverted through sin mm-hmm. uh, and every other thing that that's how they come out in the, in the media. So if we if we take it right. So, I mean, we've talked about, you know, just as far as like the sexual things that may come up in the movies. Um, different ideologies, different um, worldviews that may come at the mo- in the movies, right, with our children. But also, too, like how you mentioned, something that, that's not really talked about is how um, they respond to one another, you know, saying something towards them. And I could recall a lot of different movies that do things like that. Or even just, just little cues that, that we could pick up on. Where uh, in some movies... There, where the main character will will abandon and leave, run away, or do something, but when they come back, they're welcomed back, and there's really no punishment for them. So in a way, that subtly tells the kid that hey, I could go to s- such great lengths, and I could be welcomed back from my family, mm. or you know, just little subtle things that we don't really think about on normally when we watch movies that that we could pick up on, you know, watching it or the kids watching. I mean. So, so I guess even just being even more mindful and careful of what it is we're really allowing our children to to be invested in. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, as far as with just the movies, yeah, just just let us be alert as far as what we're all watching. And and if you don't feel such a strong conviction to hold back from movies, I would even just take the precaution of look into the movie first, just as much as you know we look into products we buy. Or at least we should not just you know spending money like loosely and just buying whatever, but let us let us do the research, let us do what we can, so that we know that the product that we're getting is uh, something that that could be beneficial to us. In the same way as movies, though we don't think of movies as a product that we buy, like an iPhone or a car or anything like that, but nonetheless they play a part in our development sometimes, especially for kids. So. You know, just looking into that. And then even now, you know, I feel more encouraged, like how um, you guys were talking about, you know, even after this conversation, going home with my son and doing things a little bit different, you know, because this, this is an area that, you know, especially with kids, you know, in the elementary age where everyone is playing Fortnite, everyone is, you know, on Netflix or Disney Plus or, you know, whatever it is. A lot of these kids are, are on that, especially now, you know, during quarantine. 
mm. you know kids are all on the zoom tablets and 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 everyone's on technology all the kids are on technology unless they're homeschooled and so what better time now to start implementing better boundaries not not that there wasn't boundaries before but better boundaries that limits their screen time allowing them more time for creativity um outside of the screen you know instead or 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 even looking at uh, our tech our screen devices as something that should be something that should benefit me only right how you said technology is information let us use it then for that whenever i need to look up something whenever i need help in figuring something out i use it in this way and and how we demonstrate that with our kids all of us have our phones but then sometimes i'll find myself sitting on on the couch on my phone well, I'm telling Joseph, you need to stop being on the screen. And here I am on the couch on my phone. <laughs> so another way to, to, to put that more in practice is how I do that in front of my kids yeah. or my son. <laughs> I don't have multiple, but but how how I practice that in, even in my own life as well, because how I live out my life, however, I live out things. He's going to pick that up, whether I tell him to do it or not to do it. Yeah. And I think you hit on yeah. one last thing right quickly. I know you're yeah, go up. ahead. But the idea that like we hit all extremes, but it's the subtle ones that yep. we didn't talk about today. Yeah, right? I was just thinking, the, I was the, literally the, thinking yeah, about that right yeah, now. The, the subtle ones of having um, defined authority. Right, yeah. like every movie has some sort of defiance. Mm-hmm. Right, and therefore, what is that teaching my kid that they can define me? Right, that they can be defiance towards God. Right, and therefore, like even those, right, like forget the extremes, this violence, this sex, and all that. Defiance, bro. Right. I, I did not let my kids watch one of the Ice Age movies, or you know certain movies because the kid tells the the parent that they hate them. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, nah. And when that movie came out, my kids were a lot younger, and then I I saw that scene where they were watching it. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, your your mind is too um, easily influenced by yeah. these kind of things. And when it comes to my children, they are not allowed to really say no to me when I when I tell them something. You know, I tell them, we're, me and your mom, we're the law around here because we're trying to guide you to Christ. So what we say, that's what's going to happen, right? And you're not allowed to say no to me. Yeah. I made no into a cuss word for them. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's not because I'm trying to be legalistic with them or anything like that. It's because you need to respect authority. You need to respect the authority that God has given me and your mom as parents. And you need to submit to that. So when I say go clean up your room, I say that's what I mean. Go clean up your room. Yeah. And then we can take that to the scriptures. When God says this, this is what he means for you to do. Right. Another thing that when Justin, because we, we talked about movies and sex and, you know, mm-hmm. so like we did talk about like certain practices that we probably do in our house and all that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's t- time limits, right? There's a. Uh, Certain things that we do because um, part two, bro. Yeah, part, part two. So it was like you know, like since Christmas, it, it just went crazy. But we would have like Thursdays, no, no uh, technology, yeah. no TV, no phone, no nothing, and we just read, play games, read the Bible. That's good. You know, so it's like putting into practice again, being intentional with everything that we've been given. Yeah. yeah. So, so if the listeners want it. We'll be back for part two, and we're going to talk about some of the practical ways that we can implement um, and put these things in, 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 into a reality and practice these things. How can we practice these things? So if the fans want it or the listeners want it, they're going to get it. 
Yeah. Go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and comment below and be like, yes, part two. We want it. So go ahead and 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 uh, comment yes or no, whatever you guys do. Don't forget to hit us up at the website, reformedrasa.com. There you could find all of our uh, media platforms, social media platforms, right? So Facebook, Instagram, you could hit us up. Our email's there as well. You could leave us a voicemail where we could listen to your guys' beautiful voice, um, encouraging us with whatever you guys have to say for us, and we may play it on the episode. And then also to um, right now the store is on Holt is is on pause until February. So I know you guys are lining up. I keep getting my phone <laughs> blown up. I mean my phone's dead right now because I got so many calls today from people just saying we want, I was gonna get we want merch, we want merch. Um, no, I was gonna get a Reform Rasa shirt and like it's, it's sold out. I know, you know, you're gonna get the cub, you were gonna get stickers, everything. We know this, bro. We know, yeah. we know. There's yeah. weddings coming up. People want to order a shirt so they could wear it at the weddings and stuff. But, yeah, bro. But right now it's on hold until February. Um, and then also to the Redeemed Project Radio. Go ahead and hit that up. The link is on our website. You can go to our website and there's a link right there that leads you right to the radio station where it's 24-7. We have a lot of good hip-hop music. And then on Sundays, we got um, we have pastors from the urban context, Latinos, and various other pastors that are encouraging as far as we're able to relate with them, right? Yeah. Um, it's not your usual, you know, R.C. Sproul. Although R.C. Sproul, John MacArthur, and all of them are, are good and they're well. Oh, I don't um, know about Johnny Mac so much right now. But, yeah. <laughs> Piper. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're they're good as far as where their theology is, but yeah. it's it's always awesome, especially for those of us that are Latino, those of us that that may be black or or any other um, different culture, ethnic culture, right? It's always awesome to be able to relate and see another person that looks like you up yeah. as a pastor and hearing them on the radio. So, man, we got that there on Redeem Project Radio. And if you have not been so convicted by this episode, go ahead and follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook. Hit that like button. Uh, we are up on there as well. So I just want to say appreciate all you guys. You know what I mean? Thank you for taking the time. I know this was a long conversation. And we barely even scratched the surface, bro, man. This so, was just oh, movies. Right. It was yeah. supposed to be just movies, but <laughs> <laughs> we went into everything, bro. But you know, That's appreciate good. y'all. And um and and uh yeah. Hopefully we'll be back for part two if you guys are willing and if you guys are down. Is there? So this is Reform Rasa. We do this to glorify God through the edification of the saints. Peace. Remember, the force will be with you always. Because this is for my